We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 61 years ago, you moved to Queens. And the Mets become a franchise. You become a fan since day one. If you went back to 1962, Howie Rose, and told him that in 2023, he was going to be inducted into the Mets Hall of Fame, what would he say? Well, I don't know, Pat, that I would have quite understood what that would have meant being eight years old in 1962, but I know this. My dad would have been over the moon because he's the one who introduced me to baseball the year before at Yankee Stadium, and then they put this new team in the National League, and being a narcissistic little kid, I thought, ooh, now that I'm a new baseball fan, they created a team just for me, especially since we were moving reasonably close to Shea Stadium. So I don't know that I would have been able to grasp it in 62, but I know my dad certainly would have, and, you know, my mom certainly would have, and it, it um, is certainly the circle of life, as they say, but, oh, my God, I would have given just about anything for them to have been here today. What do you think their reaction would be if they were down there on the field with you? That's a great question because my dad was a gregarious person. Your dad and my dad <laughs> would have gotten on great. My mom was a bit more stoic, mm -hmm. and so I think she would have moved a little less easily than my dad would have. My dad would have been all over the place. But I know what it would have meant to them, and I'm so grateful that my brother and sister and their spouses and uh, kids are going to be here, and it just, you know, makes it beyond the surreal day that it promises to be anyway. To go in with Hojo and Al and Gary, it's a great class. So when you found out that it was going to be the four of you, what was your reaction? Well, I'll tell you a funny story, and I don't know that I've been able to talk about this publicly, nor... Am I sure that I should? But this thing came together in two separate waves. Gary and I were informed that we had been elected before Howard and Al were. And when Steve Cohen called me to tell me this was happening, this was, I don't know, sometime last season. And I said, well, when are, um, when are we going to tell the others? Because I'd by then known that there were two more. But they said probably later in the week. Well, later in the week turned out to be a few months. For whatever reason, they wanted to delay the announcement of the players involved. I think because the Mets were having such a good year, they didn't mm -hmm. want anything to obscure that. Or I think more to the point, they were so excited about Old Timers Day, which was coming up. I don't think they wanted that to interfere with the bigger proceedings of that day. But anyway, so Howard Johnson is a friend of mine. We live in the same community in Florida. Uh, we've gone to dinner, we've played golf, gone to dinner with our wives. And there were a few times when we were out together where I knew and he didn't. And Barbara, my wife, would say to me on the way home, isn't it just killing you that you can't tell him? And I said, yeah. And so when he finally found out, I called him as soon as I could. And he was absolutely blown away when he found out that I knew. And he and Kim had a great laugh about that. This has been a pretty special week, right? You get the bobblehead, and yeah. now you get the Hall of Fame. And 
you have your whole family here as well, like you mentioned. Yep. So to be able to share this moment with your kids, with your wife, your brother, your sister, do you get a chance to think about what that's going to be like after the game or during the game to just sit back and take it all in as a fan with them? I haven't because I'm still trying to get through the process of getting through the speech and everything else, all the pomp and circumstance. That's kind of where my focus is right now. When it's over, it's going to be nice to kick back because both Gary and I are going to devote our entire day tomorrow yeah. to the ceremony. Neither of us will be working the game, which is an oddity for me anyway in this ballpark. I've never watched the game in this ballpark, but I wasn't broadcasting. So I, I don't know what that's going to feel like. I don't think I'll quite decompress during the game because there'll be a lot of people, family and friends around that I'm sure I'll be talking to. But... Um, Next week when you're in Atlanta, and of course later on Pittsburgh, I have next week off, and that's the week I'm going to yeah. really decompress and probably soak it all in in a way that I can't even fathom yet. When we were previewing it last week on the road, I brought up the question of when was the last time that you watched the game from, a sta from the stands as a fan? Can you remember? It would have been somewhere in the... Kind of guess, unless I'm leaving something out that should be obvious. But when my kids were younger, late '90s, early 2000s, um, when I was doing TV, I was doing half the schedule. So sometimes there'd be a game that was on national TV or over-the-air TV that I wasn't doing. And if it was a Yankee Met game or maybe a fireworks night, which I absolutely did take the kids to, it, it would have been something like that. I, I really don't recall that happening uh, certainly any time after I moved full-time to radio, which meant doing virtually all the games. So I'm going to say late 90s, early 2000s. I know what those nights meant for me when I'd go to the games with my dad. What do you think they meant for your kids? To go to the game with me? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Alyssa, my older one, tells this story, which is true from the standpoint of what I said. What she took from it, and she's tweeted this out, still is one of the most beautiful things she ever said to me. It was, in fact, fireworks night in 2000, the night that I believe they trailed the Braves 8-1, to one, and they scored, what, nine runs in the eighth inning? And Anyway, as, as they were getting closer and closer and closer, and now Mike Piazza's coming up next, and there's a lefty for the Braves, Terry Mulholland on the sure. mound, who you no doubt remember from the Phillies, mm -hmm. But just before Mike came into the batter's box, I turned to Alyssa and I said, Mike's going to hit a home run here. And I don't remember if it was the first pitch. It might have been, but it happened. He hit the home run. And to see the way Alyssa looked at me, she said, Dad, you're unbelievable. You're my idol. You're my hero, whatever. And she still tells that story. And it's so close to my heart because you don't often get moments like that where a parent and child can bond, not that we hadn't already anyway, but that's such a unique moment, uh, it really stands out. And that's, um, that's one that I've, I've carried with me so lovingly since then. Do you have a unique Mets moment that stands out, one that stands above the rest of them? Well, I've always said that for me, my most memorable night at Shea Stadium, and you might be surprised to hear it simply because I was at Shea to see the Mets clinch the division, win the pennant, and at least in 86, win the World Series. So I've been there for three of the biggest events sure. a team can have in a year. 
But I always go back to the night of July 9th, 1969, which was my dad's birthday, ironically. He was not with me at the game that night. But that was the night that Tom Seaver came within two outs of a perfect game against the Chicago Cubs in the biggest game to date the Mets had ever played. They were playing in their first big series as a franchise. It was the first time they were a pennant contender and they were playing the team in front of them. And when they won that night, they got the Cubs lead down to three. It would eventually go back up before the Mets made their incredible late season comeback. But that night when Tom went into the ninth inning with the perfect game, 57,000 change in the ballpark, is the first night that I ever went home from Shea Stadium thinking, oh my goodness, we've arrived. The Mets are for real. wasn't necessarily thinking they could win the whole thing, but they weren't a joke anymore, and Tom Seaver was the biggest reason why. Howie, thank you for what you've done for Keith and me. Oh, Congratulations, please. and we look forward to celebrating with you. Oh, thank you, and just know how much I've enjoyed working with you and Keith, and I get such immense joy out of listening and watching to the, to the improvements Day by day, you guys are both going to be great big league broadcasters. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.